Tonight, another cold case from the Metro Police homicide file. It's a murder from 1973. The longer a case goes cold, the harder it is to solve. Maybe if it was solved, if they could find out who did it, um, it would help. We're hoping that someone saw something, knows something, remembers something that might help us finally find justice for. I want you to close your eyes for a minute and try to imagine you're a 15-year-old girl. You're just a week shy of your 16th birthday. You live in a small town in the Midwest. You're one of the Great Lakes, 30, 40 degrees at the most. You gotta return some clothes to your friend. But it's 1973. There's no Uber. There's no Lyft. So you decide to hitchhike. And you walk out into the night. You're not seen again till the next morning when someone discovers your body naked on the beach, stabbed 61 times. As we all know, this is what happened to Tina Davison 50 years ago. Hard to believe that 50 years has gone by and this case has not been solved yet. It's also hard to believe that it's been three years since I posted an update. I've wanted to release a new episode for a long time, pretty much for three years now, but I've not had the means to. Uh, My computer crashed. That's why I stopped podcasting. I didn't know when to post, so eventually I decided to either wait until an update from the police or until the 50-year anniversary, and here we are. But I do know that when I started the podcast four, five years ago, there's hardly any information out there about Tina besides the uh, information on Finn Industries and the Racine History Group on Facebook. There was hardly anything. I had to go through Microfish at the library and try to find old news articles. But now there's at least half a dozen Facebook groups alone just discussing the murder. Some are public, some are private. I know there's one kind of gaining traction right now called uh, the Tina Davison murder. It's run by uh, Nancy and Liz, who uh, they're great investigators. If I had their help back when I started this podcast, who knows what I could have done with it. But alas, they're working and they're doing a great job. There's, like I said, at least half a dozen other ones, which is great. I want Tina's name talked about as much as possible, and that keeps her going. And I know the police are still involved. There is two new detectives assigned the case. Um, They did kind of just get sidetracked a little bit because they helped solve the Linda Fields cold case. Uh, I spoke to one of the detectives yesterday, actually, about that. And he assured me that He looks over Tina's case file every single day. Not a single day goes by that he doesn't actively try to follow some lead. Uh, He, you know, can't really say much about it. It's still an ongoing investigation, obviously. So, but he did promise me that he's, they're doing everything they can. They're using all the latest technology, which 
you can speculate how you want about what that involves. I don't know anything more than you know. So he he seems like he's really trying and he's dedicated. So one can only hope uh, he's a lot more forthcoming than uh, previous detectives and deputy chiefs that I tried working with. So that's the update. Um, a lot of people have asked me if I'm going to keep podcasting. I know a lot of people reached out to me and were very disappointed that I stopped. Um, I apologize. I do not plan on releasing any more episodes unless uh, there's a break in the case. If there is, obviously, I will release an episode right away. Same way I'm doing it now. I'm just talking into my cell phone. That's uh, it's about the best I can do. So I do have to make a correction. Um, case file four, I mentioned that Jack Bailey had died. Um, he's the one that was arrested for the murder of Rose Annan. Um, her brother reached out to me on the Searching for Closure group and corrected me. He's still alive. Uh, Rose's brother still attends all the parole hearings. So I apologize for that mistake. My investigative uh, ability four years ago was not all that great. You know, there was the resources I had. You know. So not trying to mislead anyone. If anyone else uh, finds anything I said to be inaccurate, please let me know. Um, but, you know, 50 years, there's uh, not much more you can say. Besides, if you were around back then and you can think of anything, maybe you forgot, maybe you suppressed it, uh, maybe something just sparked a memory in your head, give the Racine Police Department a call. You know, no tip or lead is too small. Maybe you hear someone talking, maybe someone has dementia now and they mention something about something that happened back then. You know, every tip counts. So, until we solve this case, um, thank you for listening.